In this parsha, we have the story of Yaakov taking his family across the Yabuik River. Then the Pasuk says, Vayivoser Yaakov, Levado Yaakov, remains alone. What does it mean he remains alone? So the Gemara says, Rashi brings it as well, that he had gone back there or he had remained there for some small jugs that he had there on the side of the river. And the Medrash says, that just like regarding Hashem, it says, Hashem that on that day Hashem will be exalt, Hashem alone will be exalted. So, so too regarding Yaakov, we say these words, Vayivoser Yaakov Levadoi. Now the Rebbe says we know that whenever there is different Purushim on one word or one Pasuk, certainly on one word, they're always connected to the, each other. We need to understand in our case the connection between these two Purushim that seem to be opposite. Is Yaakov remaining alone, representing that he's remaining for something very, very small, like little jugs? Or is it something to do with the exaltedness or the oneness of Hashem, how Hashem is going to be, how the, how the oneness of Hashem is going to be expressed when Mashiach comes? In order to explain this, the Rebbe first looks at the Yom Tov of Yutas Kislev, which we celebrate now as well. The Shabbos will be Yutas Kislev. And the Rebbe quotes the Shalom famously saying that all the Yom Tovim always have a connection to the parsha the week that we read at that time. And here too, we're going to see that there seems to be something of similar two opposites. And that is, in regards to the reason why Chassidus was specifically revealed in the recent generations as opposed to the earlier generations, we find two reasons. One reason is because of the great darkness of the time in the later generations of Golos. We need that light of Chassidus to help us overcome the darkness. Another reason is given that it's actually a foretaste from the Torah that's going to be when Mashiach comes, Chassidus, is a taste from the great Giluyim that are going to be when Mashiach comes, like Erev Shabbos was supposed to taste the food of Shabbos. Here too, it seems to be that there are these two opposites. Is it because of the darkness of the Golas, the lowliness of the time? Or is it because the greatness of the time was so close to Mashiach? In order to explain this, the Rebbe first starts looking at the general idea of what we know, that by Yutas Kislev started what we know as Yafutsu Maynesecha Chutza, spreading of the wellsprings of Chassidus to the outside. And when we say the wellspring should spread to the outside, doesn't only mean that the wellspring is in one place and it needs to reach to the outside, but the wellspring itself comes to the outside and spreads to every single detail, to every single aspect of the outside, reaching the furthest places and the furthest yid. But the Rebbe says, we know that everything starts off with Torah. So before speaking about the idea of Chassidus reaching the furthest parts of the world and reaching to every last Yid, it all first starts off with in Torah itself. In Torah itself, we have the two parts of Torah. We have the Pnimiyas HaTorah, the inner part of Torah, and then we have the Nigla the Torah, the more revealed part of Torah. So the idea of Yafutsu Manasech HaChutsu first starts with the Pnimiyas HaTorah, with the Chassidus reaching even down to the furthest parts of Nigla the Torah, so to speak. What does this mean? Even bef- though, of course, before the Alter Rebbe had people that learned the secrets of the Torah, the inner parts of the Torah, and the revealed part of the Torah. But at that point, it wasn't in a way that the Panimius permeated the Nigla. Yes, the Panimius may have impacted that the learning of Nigla would have been in a different way now, but the Alter Rebbe achieved that the Panimius Torah, that the Chassidus, should become mamish like one with the Nigla the Torah itself. The Rebbe says in a similar way, is within a Yid himself. We have the two parts of the Neshama. We have the inner part of the Neshama, the deeper or more hidden part of the Neshama. And that's more like the Amunah, the Kabbalah soil, etc. And then we have the outer parts of the Neshama, our Seichel, our logic, our intellect, our feelings, etc. And here again, 
even though, of course, even before the Alter Rebbe, the ideas of the inner part of the Neshama, the Amuna and so on, also impacted to a certain extent also that now the Seichel, the intellect, the logic, the emotions are going to be in a different way when you have that Amuna. But it still wasn't a way that they became Mamish when the Alter Rebbe achieved, bringing down the Inyanim that are completely higher than Seichel, the Inyanim of Amuna, to completely permeate the Seichel as well, the intellect as well, as the Yafutsu Seichel, Chutzah, within the Neshama itself, coming from the inner parts of the Neshama to the outer parts of the Neshama. The Rebbe says in a more general way, this is true regarding Klau Yisrael. We have the leaders of the Bnei Yisrael, the Rabbeim, the Nesim. But here too, says the Rebbe, and they are like the Mayan, they are like the Pnimius of the Neshamas of the Eden. But here too, says the Rebbe, before the Alter Rebbe, yes, you had great leaders and great G'dayle Yisrael, and of course they impacted the masses and the public, etc. They taught them Torah, and they taught them Midois Toivis, and so on and so forth. But still, they were in a certain sense still a little bit in their own world. Davke, the Alter Rebbe came along, that the Rabbeim now are, achieved this idea of the Rabbeim becoming so close to the Chutzah itself to the people themselves, coming to the furthest distances, and even to people that are seemingly so far and so low, and helping them out in all rukhni is the things, gashmi is the things, etc. The Rebbe now takes the same idea to the world at large. And that is, in other words, the fact that we say, also impacts the, the connection between Elikus and the Olamites. The Rebbe explains like this, Generally, the world itself, Olam is Milosh and Helam. And usually from the world itself, we can only, only come to a recognition to that level of Elikus that's clothed in the world. We come to recognize, as it says, Yesh Balabayis Libirazu. There is a boss to this palace, to this mansion. This is generally known as the level of Shem Elikim, the level of godliness that clothes itself in the world. Chassidus came along and achieved that within the world itself should be felt that level of Elikus that's completely higher than Teva. And that's why, what does Chassidus do? Chassidus comes along and gives explanations that can even be understood with human logic, with parables, with analogies from the matters of the world to come to explain how the world itself is connected with that godly energy that's completely, completely higher than the world. Says the Rebbe, with this we're going to understand something that the Rebbe says in his famous letter regarding Yutas Kislev. says the Geula was in a way that Hifli Hashem Vehigdilas is what it's Hashem did wondrous, amazing, great things down here on earth. And the Rebbe explains the, these terms. The Rebbe says, generally, Hashem runs the world, but there is what we usually have, what one way is where Hashem runs the world, where we don't see godliness in a revealed way. Again, this is going to be associated with what we call Shei Melikim. And then we have situations of where you could clearly see Hashem's supervision in the world in an open way, which comes from what we know as Shem Havaya. Within this itself, there could also be three ways. One is when the Ashgacha Pratis is being felt in a way that's still very much Derech and this is what the Rebbe is going to call in the context of our Sikha more in a small way, that level of Gili Elikus. Because we're going to be going back to the Alter Rebbe's words, Higdil and, and Hifli, Godol. So the next level up is when you feel the Elikus in something that's somewhat beyond nature, but still somewhat connected to nature. And this is already called Godlus or Higdil in the words of the Alter Rebbe. The Rebbe is still going to give examples for all of this. And then we have something called Hifli, something wondrous, something that's completely removed from Teva, from nature. What are these three things? As the Rebbe says, we know in miracles there can be three ways. We have miracles that are clothed within nature. Example for this is, of course, a story of Purim. You clearly see the Ashgach Pratis, but it's still very much within nature. 
Again, this the Rebbe is calling, in, in a more way of countless of smallness. Then you have miracles that are open miracles, but somewhat still some sort of some hold in Teva. You're still doing something in a natural way. But of course, the, the miracles then coming in a completely supernatural way. The Rebbe gives the example of the wars of Yeshua. So the wall falls down in a miraculous way around Yericha, but then they go in and they fight a war. They still have to fight the war. Or in the Mulchama of Midian, where, where, where the Yidden are told to go out to war, fight Midian, and then in a miraculous way, not one person dies in these wars. The Rebbe gives another interesting example, a story of the Alter Rebbe, where the person that was very sick, all the doctors had given up on him, and the Alter Rebbe tells him to have some Shmura Matzah and water. So on the one hand, this is an open, clear miracle, but he's still telling him to have something, Matzah and water, etc. In other words, still somewhat connecting it with something the physical that he's going to do or have. And then finally, you have a third type of miracle, and this is in the way of Hifli, a complete wonder, no connection to Derech HaTeva at all. The Rebbe gives the example of Chizkiyoh, a Melech that turns to Hashem when, when King Sancheirev is coming against them with a huge army, and, Sanche- and Chizkiyoh says, I'm going to go to sleep, Hashem, and you fight my wars, and in fact, Hashem wipes out the whole army. Says the Rebbe, this is the Pshat, Hifli Hashem, the Higdilas is the idea of Chsidis, of Yutis Kislev, is on the one hand drawing down the greatest level of Lakuz, the level that we call Hifli, something completely beyond nature, completely. But at the same time, the whole idea is Lasa is Baritz, it's all the point of Chsidis, is to bring it down, to be revealed in the world, to have a connection with the world. Says the Rebbe, the Koyach to be able to connect these two parts of Torah that we said before. The hidden and the revealed. is because the Alter Rebbe drew down what the Rebbe calls the very essence of Torah. The etzim of Pneumis Torah, the essence. In other words, all divisions in Torah is only coming from the level that we call Ispashtos. The more outer level or the extension of Torah. That's where there is distinctions. But because if you speak from the vantage point of the essence, really all parts of Torah are one. The Rebbe gives an example in Halacha where we say sometimes in Halacha you'll say about certain Halachas or certain mitzvahs, these are kalois, these are kamuris, these are lighter, these are more strict. But on the other hand, we know that every part of Torah has the same exact holiness. And if a person should say about one pasuk, about one word, that this is not that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't get this from Hashem, so Chas Shalom is called a kaifer. So this brings out this idea that inside the etzim, everything is one. Going back to the other examples that the Rebbe brought. The Rebbe spoke about Bnei Yisroel. That you have the inner part of the Neshama and the outer part of the Neshama. It's because Chassidus revealed the very essence of Pneum Yisra This is what's cre- revealing the very essence of the Neshama known as the Yechidah. And therefore there's no contradiction anymore between the hidden part and the revealed part of the Neshama. Or in Avoida, what this would mean is that the Ramuna and the Kabbalah soil don't remain removed, but rather it penetrates and permeates every single one of the aspects of the person. And so to regarding Klal Yisrael as a whole, that because we have that Gili of the Yechidah, because of the Etzim of Pnimi Yisrael being expressed, the Etzim of the Neshama being expressed, so this brings out how all the Yidin are one big body, and therefore once again there is this connection between the Roshay Alpha Yisrael, the Rabbeim, and each and every year, because we're all one body, as a, as, because of the etzim of the neshama being revealed, or the rabbeim being the echidah, that etzim that's being revealed. And so too in regards to the world. That we spoke about that level of gili elikus, that we have the gili of the etzim of, of pnimi yisatayin, and as a result of that, the gili of the essence of Hashem. There can now be the connection between that level of elikus that's completely higher than the world, and even with the world itself. 
Says the Rebbe, that's what Yafutsu Banesech is all about. That because of the revelation of the Etzem, those Mayanis, these wellsprings, which are the Etzem, that's why they could come in the furthest of the furthest places, even places that seemingly are not fitting and not a Kali for Elikos, for Achsidus. And now we can understand the connection between the two explanations of why Chassidus was revealed now. Is it the greatest darkness or a foretaste of the Yomoyis HaMashiach? Because the revelation of this essence, the essence of what's in the Torah of Mashiach is expressed in this idea that it could illuminate even the greatest darkness. And now going back to Vayivosar, Yaakov Levado is the same idea. On the one hand we spoke about that it represents these little jugs, the little jugs is the idea that Yaakov is going back for the birurim, for those the, the, the things that still need to be elevated of the lowest form of the lowest nature. But it's specifically over here where it's recognizable that deepest level of a nizgav Hashem Levadi, the oneness of Hashem in the greatest way. That the gashmi is the geyesh, the lowest things are not in contradiction to the oneness of Hashem. Because really the very essence of every single thing is truly the yesh amiti, the essence of Hashem himself.